Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Welcome to the Women in Business radio show with Sean Murphy. Connecting women in business around the globe. Hello and welcome into the Women in Business Radio So studio properly. So I hope you like the song we were playing beforehand. And here we are. Let me welcome, as usual, my co-host, Adele. Hello, Adele. Hello. Nice to be back in the studio. And I've got absolutely no idea what I'm doing today. <laughs> So really nothing nothing new there. I've got like two lines of notes here, which is more than there's one line more than normal. Let me introduce our guest in the studio. It's the lovely Grace Kelly. Hello, Grace. Hi, it's great to be here. Thank you. You see, normally I have I have like this a few words about what Grace does, but it's impossible to have a few words about what <laughs> about oh, what you. Grace does. Oh dear. <laughs> So I, I, I think possibly the best thing to do is to um, is to ask Grace to tell us exactly what it is she does. But I'm just going to say a few things because I've known Grace for a long time since I started in business. So I know that Grace is involved with and chairs women in business in Kent. I can't remember where I should know because I'm Kent. I'm there <laughs> North Kent. She uh, she runs at least two businesses that I know of and possibly something else that we don't know about, I don't know. But she also does a huge, a huge amount of work for other people. And that's one of the things she's going to be talking to, to us about today. So, unfortunately, what Grace doesn't know is that we have, oh we have this little sort of session beforehand, don't we, Adele? We do. And normally I think about it on the way. Mm. And what I'm going to say, but this time I didn't. So I haven't even, I can't even remember what it is we talk about. But we shall start off with, should we start off with what we learned this week? Yeah, absolutely. Um, we, again, as always, we have a bit of a preamble before we go on out as we work through our buttons and what we need to press. So for me, last week, what I have learned is around free content and free consultations. It's just been the last couple of weeks where I've had no show, nobody turning up and I calculated I lost about six hours of no shows so for me going forward in the new year is I'm not doing, doing that anymore Sean it's just um, a big lesson that I learn in one week and do you know, and in fact, we, we had a very, very brief chat about this before we went live in the studio because I know that that was just a particular sort of frustration you wanted yeah. to, to get it out and share it. But I, I had a realisation, um, sadly I can't remember if it was this morning or yesterday, I think it was probably <laughs> yesterday when I was peering at things, at notifications and that sort of thing that happened, when I realised that I was getting notifications through um, invitations on LinkedIn to free events... 
and some of them sort of looked a little bit meaty, like there might actually be some content in there. But I realised I was making a decision about whether to go or not based on the fact that it was free. Mm. If it's, I didn't want to go because a couple of things were what I thought. Maybe that my perception is entirely wrong, but you know, sometimes we just make these snap judgments, don't we? Based on what we've experienced, we just we just make them. We don't think it through like this. Um, but my assumption, I realised very fast, was either that the content would would not be any good, or that it would just be a massive, massive sales pitch, and I didn't really fancy sitting through all of that. No. To be honest, I'd actually rather pay and get what I need from the, the content, from the event, from the person that's holding it. I don't want to go along for nothing. I don't want, my time is worth more than that. And that, you know, and, and I don't go to them. So this isn't, I, you know, I, haven't, I probably haven't been to a free event for two or three years now, certainly when it's not, you know, when it's online. And I just realised that's how I felt about it. And that's from somebody who was actually running some free events. <laughs> so, so that's 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 my lesson. You know, I thought I was I might be helping people, um, you know, because we're genuinely doing it for nothing. Um, and I realised actually I'm not helping people, even even within the confines of my community interest company. Actually, providing it for free isn't helping people. No. No, it isn't. And and a bit like myself with free events, if they are, then I know if it's a five day challenge by Wednesday afternoon, I'm going to get the sales pitch. And if it's if it's an event, then you know you're going to get that. So for me at the moment, it, it's absolutely right, Sharni, is that I'm going to charge. Then people know I'm not going to sell at them because they've bought for it. And again, I think it is the season of I'm being inundated with join this five day challenge, join this five day challenge, and. I'm a little bit fed up, which leads me into my book that I'm reading because I was really, you can tell I really had the Sorry, umpire. This, this isn't your own book you're pitching, is it? No, 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 no that's a Sorry whole other conversation. Sorry, folks, you're listening in for free. Guess what? No, no, no. Here comes the pitch. No, he pushed me to, to read a book that pretty much, I thought I was the only one who felt like this. And, um, you know when you're in that mood and I was on LinkedIn and I connected with a lady who was saying, are you fed up with this? And I'm like, she can read my mind, yes. And um, You're sounding like a sales <laughs> bitch. <laughs> no, bless her. And, um, and to be honest, um, she sent me um, a book to read and it's just a different way uh, of selling. So that is the book that is on my bookshelf at the moment that I'm reading. Carrying on from what we were talking about. Grace, don't worry. We're we'll, going to come to you. We'll, we'll, we'll find out what you've learned once we've stopped overindulging ourselves. Um, but following on from that and the conversation that we were having is that my challenge isn't sales. You know, I don't think I sell. I think I tell people what's on offer and ask them if they want it. And if they, if they don't want it, well, then they don't want it. That's okay. If they do want it, well, off we go. Perhaps they need time to think about it. I don't need to, I, you know, I don't use hypnotic language or strange techniques or let's offer them and you know let's let's offer them this option or an either or or let's lead them down into the sales funnel i don't i just don't but my challenge is actually marketing which is a, an entirely different thing it's getting my stuff in front of people just so that they see what it is yeah and i think it's really important to isolate what your problem is if you're not making sales it's to work out actually is this a sales issue or is it a marketing issue is it a visibility issue mm. because they're, they're totally different i personally don't think sales are difficult i just think well here's what it is you don't need to do anything tricky this is it mm. is it 
is it right for you? Hopefully, by the time you're sat in front of me or we're having a telephone conversation, you sort of know yeah. you, you sort of know that it is right for you and that you know that I'm okay or that we resonate or whatever. But I don't, sales aren't difficult. Marketing is, but, <laughs> but sales aren't. Just here it is. is do you want it? <laughs> yeah. So, Grace, I think we ought to say, what have you learnt this week? Interestingly enough, what I'm talking about is free today. <laughs> there is no um, agenda apart from anyone that wants to donate, but we'll get into that later on. Um, actually, I was with a friend of mine who um, sadly lo- recently lost a partner and they'd been together for quite some years. And um, it's one of those things, COVID, he had cancer, so you don't go around to visit because it's important. But I spent four hours with her last night and I asked a couple of questions questions that aren't hard but I didn't know the answer to and I think if you don't know the answer ask ask a question at the end of the day it ends up just being a conversation yeah. and I did a, learn a couple of things yesterday just by asking her a couple of questions yeah it, it's and, and that's sort of okay isn't it I think we get sometimes a bit hung up with, with that listen what I'm going to do folks I've got a really funny noise coming down from a microphone I don't know if anybody else can hear it I'm going to ask you guys all to swap microphones can you all move round can you <laughs> sorry we, we it's just for my amusement and then <laughs> so Grace if you could go on to green you see this is a live show no, nobody would do this on <laughs> Nobody would leave this in, would they? Hang on a minute. So let's get Grace. Grace, Grace, you're on green. It's like Thunderbirds, isn't it? Grace, you're on green. Adele, can you go on to yellow? And I am going to turn... I am going to... Ha-ha, I tell you what, it's that red microphone. Is it? It's that red microphone. Okay. Um, So, here we are. We're back. We've we've all moved round. Now nobody can hear me. Oh, for goodness sake. Ah, Right, Okay. are we all there? Mm. Yep. Okay. Can you Headphones hear us? on. Yes. Yep. Headphones on. Say something, Grace. Oh hi. <laughs> we are okay. We're good to go. I tell you what. Too many buttons. Too many knobs. Too many mics. Too much stuff. It confuses our menopausal brains. So I think what we need to do actually is give is is introduce Grace properly into the studio so that we can get some context around what she does and who she does it with. So Grace. Tell us, tell us, what, what do you do? Um, what, generally, every day, kind um, of thing, or um, what I'm going to do? Um, let's start with just the businesses that you run. If you could just tell us about your, your, your businesses. Okay, so my business is 21st Century Flooring. It's been going now for nearly 21 years, so I'm very proud that it's still going because it's been tough and it's was tough during covid but we're still here and also we have properties that we use for service accommodation and we have a couple that are vanilla where we have long-term tenants in which is brilliant so did you say vanilla yeah what's that Uh, vanilla is just straightforward where you have a a tenancy well in this case it's two years but tenancy of six months to 12 months generally they're just called vanilla it's just the run of the mill straightforward easy if you've got good tenants they're fantastic you know Okay, so carpets. Now I know that you that you supply flooring, yeah, all types of flooring to both businesses and households. We do, yes. So you, you've, it, it's sort of a very wide remit. Yes. Property, but you also chair. You, you're also involved with women in business groups, aren't you? Yes, I am. Um, it's something that's very close to my heart because it's 
it's not if the expectation isn't as high as it would be for referrals it is about support it is about helping people along helping people find their feet and hopefully putting them through contacts and doing some brainstorming with mm. them so although it is a referral group it is mostly a support group for new businesses and ones that are very mature as well the ones that are really mature tend to mentor the ones that are new mm. so it's really great and it is a paid group but it's what I would call really, really affordable, isn't it? Oh, absolutely. It's, it's, it's about £10 a month, uh, $12, $13 a month to come along. And it's a fantastic group. And I think it's it's a tight-knit group. But people come and go, don't they? Because yeah. they're in different places in their business journey. So they dip in when they need it. And it's OK to dip out and dip back in again, which I think is... Which I, I actually think is, is a strength of a group. Well, I always say that if they if they flourish so much that they then feel that they... they can't benefit any more from women in mm. business than we've done our job. Yeah. You know, yeah. they've grown to that capacity and they're ready to move on yeah. and, you know, go and let go it alone. But we'll always be there. They would have made friends and they would have made contacts, so they'll always be there to come back to, to mm. ask questions or visit. And I, I think this is, you know, having, having belonged to and gone along to and sampled a number of different business networking, business support groups, this group and the way that it runs is in my opinion, the best. Oh, thank there you, is no, There is no major commitment. You don't have to eat sausage at <laughs> six in the morning, sorry. Um, there's no major upfront fees. You, all, all that's actually, you don't have to share leads. You don't mm. have to, to tell people your best clients. You don't have to send somebody along in your place. You just sort of have to be a decent human being, really, don't you? Yeah. yeah. But I learned from the best, didn't I, Sean? <laughs> I can't possibly say, Grace. That would, <laughs> that would just be too, that would just be too awful. Um, but it's 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 a really friendly group. And if you're starting out in business, or if you have started out a little while ago, and you're looking for some networking groups, the the sort of the model that Grace has got working with that sort of friendly, no commitment, no major major expense and understanding is just the best. And they are out there. All right, they are out there. You know, if you want to move on to the however many thousands of pounds a year, do that later. Do that later when, once you've cut your teeth and you've got the support and the different viewpoints. So, Grace, um, what haven't I done? So, doing lots, basically, and I was going to say something else and I've totally forgotten what it was. <laughs> um, but you also, and I want to do this now because we are, I don't want to forget, basically, head all over the place. Um, you also do some charitable works. Yes. So tell us a little bit about those and also tell us a little bit about how people can help you. Now, I am going to say, if you are in the USA, I'm going to say happy Thanksgiving for one thing, happy, th happy Thanksgiving. And I tell you what, I'm going to be having a massive meal with a vat of wine tonight just <laughs> to celebrate with you. <laughs> That's, that my, that's my bit. <laughs> that's what I'm doing for you, OK? <laughs> um, but if unless you're in the UK and you're actually quite local to us, um, you're not going to be able to come along and volunteer for this. Um, but it's still nice to know what's going on. So, Grace, tell us, one of the reasons that you're here today is because you need some help, don't you? Yeah, um, so this will be the eighth year that I would have opened up a hall to feed the homeless. 
people on their own and families that are struggling. There's no payment. It's a free lunch. Just saying, you know, we were talking about freebies. It is a free lunch. Um, we actually, last year, we had the difficulty of not being able to do face-to-face. So we did deliveries last year and, um, astonishingly, we did 550 meals. So it was quite a lot. Uh, we had lots of help and lots of volunteers. This year, it is face-to-face, but we are still doing deliveries because some people are housebound, especially... Uh, the people that are on their own and and fragile and frail so we are still doing deliveries and at the moment our target is and it's creeping up towards it is 220 i don't expect to get to that point but um deliveries are available if you know someone that needs that help we can deliver to them it's in and around medway Um, we also have transport for those that actually want to come and visit on christmas day for uh having lunch with us and they'll sit with our volunteers and chat with them so that will make them just feel better in themselves however we'd have two days we have a prep day which we do all the vegetables for on the 23rd and then on christmas day we have lots of things of packing serving uh cooking prepping all of those are available we do have a gofund page if you can't make it um, oh, I, brilliant! Have you have you remembered what the GoFund page is? No, no. I tell you what, then. But as we as we sort of chunter on later on, you can just have a little hunt, and we'll we'll give that out. We'll give that out later. So you can contribute wherever you are. Yes. So. Yeah. What do you need from people in in and around Medway who can get to Medway? So we have a donation list of all the food that we need to have on the prep day for us to get ready. Now, we do already have some donations, um, but it's getting quite close. And we went out and we spent all the money, well, not all the money, some of the money to buy the packaging for the deliveries. So usually by now, we've got most of the list Um, field so if you are interested in pledging some food for christmas day and are able to get it to our venue or to me prior to actually prep day that would be fantastic what do you need because it's not it's not just a case of um just go and get something it's not like a food bank isn't it you you have things that you need to prepare and there needs to be some sort of system for the preparation to happen i'm imagining absolutely but there needs to be some sort of system so you're going to be looking for particular food brands i would think even what do you what do you need well we need everything from the gravy granules flour right up to the turkeys we've actually already got 12 donated turkeys um lots of christmas puddings uh we haven't got any christmas crackers we haven't got any of the vegetables, brussels, carrots, um, parsnips. We haven't got any of those just yet. Uh, we've got the potatoes donated. So it's what you would have on Christmas Day. So how do people get these to you? What are the timescales? I can't just give you a turkey like now and then off your truck with it. What, what happens? OK, so the 12 turkeys that have been donated, I'm collecting over a period of probably three weeks and I'm cooking the turkeys and freezing them in portions so we have storage for everything so vegetables when they're fresh vegetables they do need to be nearer the date and if they could either bring them to the venue or they bring them to my home so that there's a collection and a a drop-off point for us Um, and I'm happy to give those details out if anybody wants to get in touch with me. I, I don't, I, Grace. I have to say, I mean, there's you and, and there's your partner Paul, isn't there? Yeah. And I don't know how you do this. Um. I, I, 
It is a phenomenal amount of organisation. We have a lovely lady called Michelle Dowsett who is part of us three and she is a VA, so she's really (laughs) organised. And, you know, it is about organisation. It is about knowing exactly how many turkeys, exactly how many Brussels, which have all been pre-portioned. I've already worked out how how much a portion is and that's all done in the background. And because I know every year it's... I'm just replicating that so I know exactly how much, how many serving dishes we've got, how many trays to serve everything on, how much I need to freeze, um, dishes to freeze things in. So, um, yeah, it's organisation. So let's do the contact details for you. So if there's somebody out there who is able to get to Medway to offer support or to deliver something, how does that happen? Okay, so the easiest contact detail is Xmas at 21stcenturyflooring.co.uk so that's a specific email that we've designated for anybody that's actually interested in volunteering pledging food donating money and then i can send the link out but i will look for the link in a moment okay um and so that's also going to be your GoFundMe yes, thing. Yes, contact us uh, on there. Right, OK, so we'll get the GoFundMe link in a minute. I just want to do another shout-out um, for where we are at the moment, actually, because our studio, studio is down in Ashford, we do actually have a proper studio. I know it may, <laughs> it may, <laughs> it may sound like we're, in, like we're in the back of the Mini or something, <laughs> drive, drive, driving around broadcasting. Well, we're not. It's a real, it's a real professional set-up. I can, sometimes I can't believe they just let us in here. <laughs> I don't know, perhaps they don't know. Um, so, but our our studio is located in Kent Space in Ashford, and they are supporting the Pilgrims Hospice in Ash, in Ashford for Christmas. And what the Pilgrims Hospice, oh goodness me, have asked for are sort of Christmas treats, biscuits, chocolates, um, anything along those lines. Um, you know, a box a box of quality street, that sort of thing. And Kent Space have set up a beautiful tree down in reception for collections. They decided on Pilgrim's Hospice in memory of the the director, Sue McGowan, uh, who was not only the director of Kent Space, but a friend to many, many people in Kent and especially her staff at Kent Space. And she lost her battle with cancer just this year. So let me give you the address of Kent Space. It is... It is at the Letra Set Building, Watton Road, Ashford, Kent, TN, so that's T for Tommy, N for November, 23, 6, L for Lima, N for November. I know my alphabet. Um, The Christmas tree is in reception and it would be lovely if you could pop any of your Christmas treats in and that's going towards Pilgrim's Hospice. Right then, what am going to talk about now? So we've done our um, we've done our what do we learn this week? What do we normally talk about? What else is next? What we've read? Yep, and our tools, things we found useful. What we've read. You actually have a book, don't you? I'm going to have to go rummaging around. Come <laughs> <laughs> on, to get the to get the uh, details. So, what have you been reading this week that you found useful? So, what I've been reading is um, there is marketing like we're human and selling like we're human. And to be honest, it's part of something I've been looking at anyway and looking at you know is there another way to connect with your audience without a five-day challenge you know and just I felt honestly Sean this is something I've been thinking about for the last sort of six weeks I feel like I'm swimming against the tide on some of the things I'm I'm looking at in terms of, of of marketing and I came across this live and these books and it's really it's really nice to read something that I just can connect with and they're really easy to read and I got the two together so that's what I'm reading 
Okie dokie. Grace, I'm hoping that you've got some... No, nothing, <laughs> nothing, no. Have you got the GoFundMe link? No? Okay, all right, I do, I do have a book. Hang on, honestly, sometimes I wonder how we get around. Um, okay, I found a book by a guy called Greg Reed, and it's called Wealth Made Easy. And it's, it, it's quite short, and I've got it on audiobook. I hope I'm not actually turning it on now, because I want to open it up to see... To see how oh look it is I've turned it on I've just it's only a couple of hours it's not a huge huge long book but it's got some really sort of quick quick tips mm. about wealth and it would be really good if I could actually remember any of them wouldn't it but uh, let me see if I could let me see if I can find one um, um, no no I can't. No, it's no, it's no good. It's no good. There were, there were a couple in there, um, but I can't find them. I'll have to, I'll have to put some out. Oh yes, plot your next move. Actually, do you know there are so many people that I come across? I'm one of them as well, who haven't worked out what they're going to do next. They sort of know what they should have done, and they know what they might be doing right now, but they don't actually know what they need to do next. And it's about that. It's about where are you going in your business? What's the next step? What's the next step up? Where are you off to? Um, and it's got some really, really good tips in it. What I like is they're really sort of short, sweet and to the point. So that's Wealth Made Easy by Greg somebody or other. Oh, and the other one was Hold On To Your Nut, which was, <laughs> was just a tip I just feel I ought to, I ought to share. So, yes, it's, it's Wealth Made Easy by Dr. Greg, Greg Reed. I don't think we're going to be entering the, um, the, the broadcasting awards <laughs> with this show. But the other one was Hold On To Your Nut, and it's the story of how they um, can use a little hole in a wall to actually trap monkeys because they put their hand through and they, they get a nut and then they won't let go of the nut. So, of course, they can't get their hand back out of the the hole and they're stuck and i know so many people and i could actually be one of them who when they've got hold of something they don't want to let it go for fear there isn't going to be something else so don't you know uh, don't hold on to your nut was one mm, that just was like made, that was one that was just made me laugh okay have you read anything this week grace is the answer still no it could be something that you watched that you watched it doesn't really matter anything anything that you took in that might have been a resource that you found either funny useful or made you think i'd like to share an experience that i've had if that helps and that is on two different businesses for things that i wanted to purchase um, and I was told very early in business, you've got two ears and one mouth and use it in that ratio. So listen twice more than you actually talk. So on two occasions, I've actually phoned up um, particular companies to ask them for their services or their product. And they immediately jumped on my back and said, well, we don't, we don't install something that we don't supply. And I said, but I didn't say I wasn't going to buy it from you. And then they actually jumped in and said, and when I explained that I, I wanted a date for this installation, they actually said, but we don't install something we don't supply. And I said, you're not listening to me. And then when I was trying to explain, he was actually talking over me. And when he got to the end, I said, do you know what? I'm actually not going to buy from you. So thank you very much. I'm going to move on to the next telephone number. Because they didn't listen. They weren't listening to their customer. And um, I tried to act on that. Yes, that is very, very sound advice, isn't it? Um, because so often I think we make assumptions, don't we, about what somebody actually wants or means. Mm. 
Um, and it's based. It could that that could actually have been based on the last conversation that he had. Could be. Um, I also wonder whether he expected me to come into the showroom before I actually called. But I like so many of us. We want to talk to somebody. We have questions that we want answered. Mm. But I never got to any of the questions because we didn't listen. Because <laughs> he just talked over the top of you. Mm. That is really really sound advice, isn't it? About not making assumptions and yeah. just shutting up. I nearly put a rude word in there. (laughs) (laughs) But just shutting up. Okay, so we've done that. What what have we learnt? Um, What's happened? What will we do next? Tools. Any? Oh, tools. tools. That's it. Tools. (laughs) Hang on. Great. Uh, Actually, look, Grace, tell me the GoFundMe page. Read it out to our listeners so they know. Okay, it's HTTPS, obviously, uh, colon, double forward, double black backslash, (laughs) GoFund.me backslash, with the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. EFB 479 small c zero. I didn't create that, okay? <laughs> Can't you change that? Can't you give it a user friendly URL? I will see what I can yeah. do. Search, search that. Go fund me. User friendly URL. <laughs> Not now, not now this second. Um, but have a, have a look at that and see if you can actually change that. Because yeah. you could do that. So, so, for instance, on Eventbrite, when you set up a, an event on Eventbrite, you'll get some horrible, awful collection of letters, numbers and, and whizdings. Whereas you can actually go in there and create your own user-friendly what URL. What the code for that? Can I? Well, you think? see, that just puts in another step, but you could. Right. But then you'd just have bit.ly. Although if you go premium on Bitly, you can actually have your own. Okay. Um, you can have your own sort of premium type name. I would search that. GoFundMe, user-friendly URL. I see. Okay. I bet you can go in and change that. That'd be lovely. Thank you very much. There we go. There's Something my, else I learned there's, today. There's my tip. Okay. <laughs> Tools. Got one. Mine's a little bit out there this week, and again, a little bit like the preamble we had before. Sleep, Sean. Sleep. I have been involved in lots of things i've been traveling again it links back to traveling a bit more than i'm used to so i'm a little bit more tired and towards the start of the week i was really fighting it going no i don't need to go to bed yet da 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 and then yesterday i thought i'm just going to go to sleep give in on yourself i've woke up this morning and i do feel a lot better and sometimes i just argue with myself when all i need to do is to shut up and go to sleep so for me it's just an it's just something that's just a sharp reminder of why i need to sleep because energy levels are up i've got lots to do and i should just sleep yeah just stop yeah mm. yeah grace uh, no i i technically i actually do give in to sleep actually I, I sometimes have to admit i have an afternoon nap because i've been rushing around all morning mm. and then come three o'clock in the afternoon you get that slump and you just think do you know what i just need 40 wings and 10 minutes is just enough. So I can't do that. Oh, I can. No, I can't. If, if, I, if I shut my eyes in the afternoon, that's it. Okay, I'm gone. If somebody wakes me up, I either can't rouse my... I either can't wake myself up or I feel drunk. Perhaps I am drunk. I don't... <laughs> that's that old. Perhaps it's lunch. No, but I can't wake myself up, or, you know, and I feel like I'm drunk or... or 
I wake up at eight o'clock and hey, it's not that far until it's bedtime. And now I'm wide. <laughs> now, now, now I'm wide awake. Do you know? Do you know? Do you just have a constitution that means that you can nap for ten minutes at three o'clock? Do you know? I was really quite seriously ill about six years ago, and um, when you are as ill as you as I was, the doctor got really angry with me after three months, and I was saying, look, I just can't get through the day. And he got really angry with me, and he said to me, I'm not prescribing you anything else except a nap in the afternoon. <laughs> when you have a nap in the afternoon, come back to me after six weeks and tell me how you feel. So that's what I do. And actually, I only need ten minutes, and mm. I feel completely refreshed. Yeah, I'd, I'd love to be able to do that. And if anybody knows how to do that, um, that perhaps didn't start doing it when they were, were ill and sort of had to, I think that would be a really useful thing to know because I'd love to do it. So are you actually, are you napping or are you, is it like a form of meditation? I mean, what, is, is there some other way that perhaps we could bring this in? What, what, do you, what do you do? Are you actually going to sleep? I actually listen to my body and my body says, Phew. You know, sit down, take it easy, take take the weight off your feet, and just rest. So, do, do you wake up your? Do you wake back up? I do. So I go back and I go find somewhere that's quiet, that's not got anything going on, and I just sit there and close my eyes. I believe I sleep, but you might be right. It might just be mindful meditation. But after ten minutes, I literally snap out of it, and I feel amazing. Okay. Oh, yeah, see, I can't. I have tried, and I can't do that. So, but I wonder if we could call this show "How to Take an Afternoon Nap" because I have to say, at the moment, I'm struggling to see what 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 title we can give the show apart from three women yak on for, <laughs> for an hour. I, I really like to have a sort of topic that we can <laughs> that we can sort of hang the show title on. Um, but thank you. I think that's really that's really really useful. And the message there is actually sort of quite similar. If you need to shut your eyes, shut your eyes. Mm-hmm. It, not on the motorway. Listen to your body. Um, but yeah, listen to your body and go with what it's saying because it doesn't get any better, does it? No, it doesn't. And again, I've been talking to a lot of people, people that I'm working with and friends. It just everybody there's a batch of people that are suffering with COVID, and if they haven't got that, they've got this long cold mm. or they're fatigued. And it has been warmer, and the temperatures just dropped. And I think with that drop of temperature, I just think a lot of people I'm talking to just don't feel particularly great. And I think the more you push through it, then I just think you know mm. your fatigue, your immune system, and we're just heading into um, a season where we're just starting to go out. But everyone I'm meeting has got COVID or a cold. Mm. So then I was like, great. So again, so although I was tired of no Adele, actually. I can't I can't afford to be ill, Sean. There's just too much to do and there's still that like if I'm raising things to put put in the diary. So if you keep on going, then for me that I was quite worried that I'll end up being ill and picking up uh, COVID or something or a cold from someone. It does take longer to get better if you keep going though, mm. doesn't it? I, I, yeah. I think also the trick is guilt free rest. Mm. Not, yeah. Not rest, guilt free rest is actually mm. accepting that it's okay to stop I'm, I'm a great one for this you know so I'll take the evening off and then sit there slapping myself around metaphorically because yeah. I actually should be doing this I should be doing that there's a spreadsheet I should be working on I should be booking this in I should be marketing that and that's actually no good that's actually you might as well just not bother mm. 
because that's worse. Yeah, absolutely. And again, I was, I was driving down because we were anticipating uh, a traffic jam. It wasn't there. And I'm thinking to myself, as always when I'm driving, and I'm thinking, I'm making myself miserable for exactly what you said. I decided to go to sleep early. And then as I'm going to bed thinking, I should have done this. I'm thinking, why am I doing that? Why am I making myself miserable with unrealistic expectations yeah. when I knew I needed to go to bed? So I've given myself a good talking to this morning. <laughs> as always. So... <laughs> so I think it's about accepting that actually a lot of people aren't feeling great yeah. at the moment and that it's okay to stop. Shall I tell you something? When I do have a night out or a night off or a day off or even a weekend off or a week, do you know, actually, nothing really goes wrong. No. It's only our perception. Mm. It's only our perception Absolutely. of not working and what could happen. And it very rarely does. Mm. It just sort of sorts itself out, actually, doesn't it? Yeah. Right, what are we going to talk about? How about, um, we've got time management. What do you reckon? What, what topics What topics do you want to discuss? Look, there's three women in the studio. Okay, look, we are, we're fierce. We may not look it, we may not feel it, but we are, we're fierce. <laughs> what are, we're, we're experienced. What are we going to talk about? I think time management is, a, is always a challenge. Again, do you know what, for me, is taking that time out. Like you said, what does 2022 look like? What, am I starting to think about how am I going to take my business forward next year? There's certainly things in the diary where I'm going out to more speaking events. It's looking different to this year, Sean. So I'm thinking, OK, if next year is going to look differently, how does my business plan look different? Mm. That's interesting, actually, because I've just talked about organisation organization and the... The crux of Christmas Day is get, making sure that everything that you could that could possibly go wrong you anticipate and to have a solution for. But strangely enough, my day to day, every day, running my business, I'm rubbish at time management. I'm really bad, actually. I put up a diary, which is basically Paul, really. Um, and <laughs> I love it. He, um, we he... all did a bloke. <laughs> <laughs> Um, he keeps in his diary everything that I was going to do and he knew exactly today what, what we've got um, otherwise. So, for instance, when I called you this morning, um, I was under the impression, and Paul did actually, uh, thought I had to be here for 10. But when I heard 10.30, I went back in and I did the washing. I did. I hung up the washing. I, I put the dryer on. Yeah, and you were up, late. And then I was late. <laughs> and there you go, you have that perception. Oh, it'll only take me a couple of minutes to do this. It'll only take me two, two minutes to do that. But I did hit a bit of traffic because I didn't come down the M20, so, yeah. Yeah, the M20 was clear, by the way. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> so all you did was panic us. So, <laughs> so yeah, OK, so time, mani time management. Um, I'm terrible at time management. And I'm, I'm, sort of, I'm not going to disagree totally, but I sort of am going to disagree about working out everything that could go wrong on the day and having a solution, OK? My experience of running events, because that's effectively what you're running is mm. an event, yeah. is that you can never predict everything no. that will happen on the day so you can sit there and brainstorm what could go wrong you could ask other people what could go wrong you could have little plans in place for what could go wrong but your biggest plan actually is that something could go wrong that you haven't planned for and that if you're not ready for that you'll be in trouble and I suspect you are ready for that um, absolutely. I'm a solution finder. I also believe in um, supervisors. So I put several people under particular supervisors and I get them to go to the supervisor first because the last thing I need is 40 people saying, Grace, what do I do now? Grace, How many sprouts shall I feel? <laughs> 
<laughs> so I have like five or six supervisors and each one of them control mm. a certain amount of people and they go, they're their go-to person first. I'm the last person that they have to come to. So you, uh, in, in order to do this, because this is something that you do, you may have been doing it a while, but uh, uh, on the first time that you did it, it was your, well, your first time, but you still only do it every year, don't you? It's not like you're doing it every week. So did you sit down and picture and just sort of walk through what it would be like actually having that many people peeling sprouts and parsnips and potatoes and doing stuff in a kitchen and what the likely outcome would be if you didn't have all of those people? Or did you just did this evolve with time? OK, so the first time we did it, we didn't have um, as many guests as we would have liked because you never know if it's the first time how that's going to happen. Um, however, Sean, I did used to do weddings so I have a basic oh, okay. idea of preparation and the time scale and how many people. Um, and volunteers are fantastic. We have regular volunteers that come back year after year. And now we've got regular drivers that drove last year and this year. Again, they're all put under a Pacific person. So if there's a problem, they mm. are their go-to person. And it's usually people that are experienced. So, no, you can't anticipate everything. Mm. But if you have an idea of, like, OK, so what happens if, then... We have yeah. alternatives. So one year, our cooker broke down and all we had was a microwave and a grill. But we did it. We served <laughs> 170 dinners. We did it. <laughs> I'm not going to ask how. OK. OK. <laughs> OK. So um, time management. What's your other thoughts on time management? Because both of you are incredibly busy. I time block. Oh, okay. So I put a lot of activities into time blocking. So a good example of that is if I'm going to do some videos and therefore you have to get dressed from the waist up, but then, you know, you have to put on like that, that moment of how, how are we going to do it? So what I would do, rather than just doing one video, then I would say, right, I'm going to block out the afternoon and I will do those videos. And the funniest thing is I actually do them Thursday afternoon because I get dressed up to come out to see you, Sean. But more importantly... It puts... Everybody does. <laughs> <laughs> but it puts me in that mindset of presenting and delivery. OK, then when I get home, I'm still in that mindset. So then I will block do my videos because I'm still in that. And then that makes my Thursdays. I call it show day <laughs> um, because I'm in that mindset because, you know, as, as though we sit here, it does take energy, drive home. And then I know I will have a five minute break and then I will record the videos. So I time block things, not just for efficiency. I call it efficiency and energy, do the you, two together. Do you know, I'm not sure that I have... I'm sure I've come across it at some point, but that is such a critical thing, isn't it? Because so often we manage our diaries based on um, events mm. and when we can fit it in and where we're going to be, not what mood we're likely mm. to be in. Have I got myself into the right state that I need to... I don't mean state as in running around putting hair. I'm in the right state, <laughs> not that sort of state. But have you have mm. you got yourself into the right frame of mind to actually do that because I can see I know that you run a pub deal so you know I can see if you're downstairs serving behind the bar dealing with stuff the gas has run out this has run out a supplier hasn't come through or whatever yes all right you, you may then leave at two o'clock to go and do your videos but are you actually going to be no. in the right frame Absolutely. of mind are you going to be ready are you going to be focused are you going to be happy to do that or are we going to see some really sort mm. of miserable woman who's actually mm. quite cross because the beer isn't working mm. Um, and that is such an important thing, isn't it? Mm. 
It's no good, and I think that's so often where a lot of time management fails, is that, yeah, all right, the time has been put aside, but what we haven't accounted for is how am I going to feel on that day? Yeah, I block my learning, and my, and that's what I've had yeah. to do, because I just, my diary was running away with me, but not just running away with me, but I just didn't enjoy the things that I was doing. And that's when I realised it's not just about time blocking for efficiency, it's energy. So for me, that's all Thursday and then Friday. Every day has a time block, but focused around that energy. So in my... Um, so, for instance, coaching that I do, I, I put into two two days. And then that way, I've, I'm in that mindset. Yeah. Because it was, a sh it was like the changing gear constantly that was draining my own personal energy. And I just thought to myself, there's got to be an easier way of doing this. So, actually, it wasn't the coaching that's wearing you out. It's the fact that you're swapping and changing. Yeah, yeah. And... The other way of using this is I love learning stuff, all right? There's nothing I like more than sitting down and learning a new tool. Yep. Is that really? No, 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 I get it. <laughs> <laughs> Playing with a new tool. I love it. Yeah. Okay, but sometimes it's not. It, it, you know, it, it's not particularly effective. Sometimes, you know, you, you just don't need to spend your time like that because there's other more important things to do. But very often I'm tired in the evenings. So I find that actually, you know, I have my dinner, I've had my little glass of wine, or my big glass of wine. Um, and do I really want to sit down and construct that newsletter? Actually, do you know? No, I don't. But I could actually go and learn that. Yeah. And that's, you know, I could play around on the website, you know, I'd, and, and that is I could move images around and play with this. And that I find I actually actually wake up yep. so so scheduling things when they will actually wake you back up mm -hmm. and provide the variety that you need you know if you're if you're looking at the computer all day if you do if you're looking at the computer all day doing stuff writing newsletters whatever then perhaps getting a book out in the evening is what you want to do yeah. and do your learning that way or listen to listen mm -hmm. to a podcast or record something where you don't need to be in front of a screen so i think the variety yeah actually plotting for variety as well yeah matters. absolutely Personally, my biggest um, time saver is I do streamline my appointments. So to, after the show today, I'm going back home and um, I've got three appointments this afternoon that will take me to this evening. And tomorrow I've got three appointments. And because they're all in the same area each day, when people phone me up for an appointment, I ask where they are and then I give them some hours. So instead of me going out on five appointments on five different days, mm. I streamline those appointments mm. so that I can focus mm. other things yeah, the rest I, of the week. Yeah, I do that as well. I, I will put my appointments all in one day. Um, so that I'm not interrupt, so that it gives me, I'll leave a couple of clear days during the mm. week where I can actually sort of sit down. I'd have to say, these are all stunning ideas and it doesn't always work out like this. <laughs> <laughs> so I may set myself aside a day where I'm going to sit down and focus, but sometimes it doesn't happen and I find I'm flitting around all over the place like a butterfly, mm. not actually settling down. But I, you can only go so far. But I do that. I will, mm. okay, let's have Tuesday is going to be when I'm out of the office or I'm doing whatever. And I'm working on I'm meeting yeah. people. Yeah, and the flip side to that. So if I am going out and meeting people, so oh, can I have a call with you? So having my my link or calendar. Not the, not the. Can I ever? Can can I just? Can I buy you coffee and pick your brains? No, 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 <laughs> definitely not. No, no, no. So yeah, so we've stopped those. Um, <laughs> yeah, an hour and a half of my time is sure yeah. is, is certainly worth a two pound fifty cappuccino. <laughs> 
<laughs> definitely not. So again, so what helps in to and fro, and I realised early on was, are you free at that day? You're free at that day? And I thought, no, 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 Adele. So I've got I've got my link and I've opened my calendar again on a Tuesday afternoon. And they says to me, oh my God, how can you have like three or four connection calls one after the other? Because I'm in that mindset. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and then yeah. the end of that night, the admin, CRM updated, boom, 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 done. So actually, and it stops a to and fro in of are you free or are you not? I go, look, drop here's, here's my link. Um, just book into my diary. It's open. You will find a slot. Um, otherwise, again, doing four, I did, God, Tuesday, I did five back, back to back, but it was fine because you're in that mindset. And then I could just do the admin and done. Um, um, so again, it's just that time blocking, and it stops the tune and throwing. Are you free? Are you free? And it was just, again, it was just too long trying to get into the diary. So I think what we're saying with managing our time, managing our time sort of starts and ends with the diary. It's just about how we fill that in. Yeah, how we fill that in, and thinking about what you're going to be doing, what's going to be following on, and I think the impact of disruptions. Mm. Mm. Yeah, I find it if I've got a call at say eleven o'clock in the morning, I find that I I, I can't. My brain doesn't seem to work between 9 and 11. I think, okay, I've got to be done by then. So I'll, I'll have to pick something that I can focus on for that nugget of time and, and get it done. And so if I have got those interruptions, I will block stuff so mm. that I, or focus. So, I, okay, I can do that in that time mm. so that I can get something done. Otherwise, I find I'll just bimble around. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Natter in here, there, and everything, everywhere. Do you find sometimes, though, you focused? on the things that aren't that important initially because they're the easiest things to get done. So it's like, eat, how, you know, eat that frog. Oh, I was going to say, please don't mention eat that frog. <laughs> so but yeah, one of yeah. the things that I found is when I've got a whole list of things that I've got to do, I put them on a post-it note and I stick it to my cupboard and then when I look up and think, oh, I've got to do that, and I actually do it, take it, screw it up and throw it in the bin. And there's a certain satisfaction, rather than crossing it off, mm. getting rid of it off of the, that cupboard or wardrobe or whatever that you're using for your paperwork and actually throwing away and as they diminish you think oh I've done quite well actually yeah mm. and, and I like that yeah I, I think we, we're moving over into productivity which is which is sort <laughs> of what, what it's no 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 it's no need to apologize and we're moving over into to productivity which is really why we're talking about time management so mm. actually you were ahead of the game Sorry. um and no there was no no I, I hadn't got there <laughs> <laughs> my brain hadn't made the connection so thank you mm. <laughs> um and while we're talking about that on to-do lists and that sort of thing is our brains can only deal with three three sort of five plus or minus to-do lists things we can only deal with god goodness me we can only manage five plus or minus two things and if we have a two to do a to-do list that's going on for pages and pages it becomes overwhelming and so it is to pick those top things that have to be done but you're absolutely right if we're not careful we pick the go and buy the toilet rolls you know we pick (laughs) we pick the things that we can go I can get rid of those I can I can cross those off my list really quick (laughs) Uh, it's so true so I've got my list and I'll take them I'll turn the page over because even if you catch them out the corner of your eye 
them. But yeah. you're going to laugh. I have follow-up Friday. So, and... Oh, the, I, I like No, no. You, she is so organised. <laughs> no, listen to this, right. Her. But even with the follow-up... So I'll follow-up things like invited to Now, tomorrow is follow-up Friday, but it's the last Friday of the month. And therefore, we all have these nagging things on the to-do list, like a review we've promised somebody, OK? So the last Friday of the month, if, for me, it's a bit like... You know when you invite somebody around, you know you've got to clean and tidy your house up. So therefore, once a month, you'd always invite somebody around. You can be extra, extra clean, extra, extra tidy. So that's me, the last Friday of the month, Sean. Otherwise, I find the drag of, do you know what, I owe Sean a, a review. I said I'd do it. I know it's sitting on LinkedIn and it's just getting on my nerves. So the last Friday of the month is I will clear the decks with all of that. And for me, then, I go into that next month without that drag. Yeah. Can you see my face? Sorry. <laughs> Can you see my face? No, I can't see my face either. I can imagine what it looks like. So I, I, I'm just astonished and in admiration that you can actually finish everything you need to do in one day. <laughs> what? These are silly, these are nagging things. Either that or you're not doing enough. <laughs> no. I'm going to go with that. I'm gonna, she's doing nothing. She's doing nothing. That's why she can finish it all. But um, actually, your, your unfinished stuff is the death knell of productivity, isn't it? There is, and, and no, not so much that energy. It pulls you. There is nothing worse than unfinished stuff. And I think what we have to do is, uh, and I'm making this up as I go along, <laughs> is if you can't finish it in, in one day and you also, it's too small to reschedule, you might actually need to make a decision about whether you have to do it at all. Mm. And get and get rid of it rather than just keep carrying everything over and over mm-hmm. and over. And, and I'm not saying that if you've promised somebody something, you don't deliver it. But very often we promise ourselves that we're going to do something. Yeah, don't I we? agree. And and there it is. We've got all the best intentions in the world, but it's still damn well there on the bloody list, isn't it? Mm. And that perhaps you have to say, do you know, that is not going to happen. Mm. I, I I'm look, I've been looking at it for months. Yeah. It ain't going to happen. Let's cross mm. it off. It's perhaps a, it do, perhaps mm. I don't need it. No. Perhaps it doesn't need to happen. And that's that last Friday of the month for me. I sit there back and go, actually, Adele, you've not done it for a month. Do you really need it? Mm. Yeah. Yeah. And then I make that make that decision, I do or I don't. But when you're in business on your own or you're working for yourself, you have to put that self-enforced deadline in. Yeah. And, and that's what I've learned. I think somebody's probably going to come back to us, and this is my thing, my goals are all up in the air at the moment, probably because of COVID. I don't know, I could blame anybody, couldn't I? <laughs> um, but if you, if you don't have very, very clear goals and you're not able to say, OK, that thing I keep saying I'm going to do and I haven't, does it? What, what does it fit in with here? Is there mm. a goal? Is there a key, key performance indicator? that that fits with or have I just come come up with it out of somewhere and decided it needs to happen but there's no real reason because there are millions of things I could do aren't there Mm, absolutely any one of us could sit there and do millions and millions of things but does it fit in with what I'm trying to Mm. achieve overall it sounded great at the time yeah and I I, I think I think that really is part of it isn't it Mm. it's about having good strong goals that we're reviewing Mm. and making sure if there is that thing that keeps popping up every day on the to-do list is it where does this fit is it time to jettison it wave it goodbye so thank you very much you weren't right bye so what do you reckon sounds good yeah i tell you what i think that is what i'm going to do moving forward into the new year i'm going to sit there and look at this massive list of stuff to do reaffirm my goals reaffirm what my key performance indicators are and make sure that what i've got on my to-do list fits in with something because our goals are just forever changing aren't they at the yeah. moment with yeah. covid yeah it's having that t- but you're right and sometimes and that's a really good point and that's probably why it stayed on my list so tomorrow will be actually 
what's my goals? What's my plans? And this thing, is it going to help me go towards my goal or not? Yeah. Not off. And it's just for me having that more independent view on that Friday. And as always, just make it, for me, it makes it the last Friday of the month. It's just it's easier mm. to stick it in the diary. We haven't got long. Let's have, shall we have a very quick sort of go around the table here? What should we focus on? Best tip for, best tip for productivity. Should we go with that? Who's going to go first? Oh, for goodness sake, come along. Okay, I'll go. And I've just said it. It is set your goal and work out why you want that. Mm. Why do you want that goal? Where does it fit? Absolutely. For me, my productivity is open a slot for connection calls on networking and you can get Calendly, even free, use it. For me, it's a massive productivity saver. Yeah. Calendly is basically an online calendar. You can send a link to somebody and you've opened up slots where you're happy to meet with people and they can click and book. Yep, definitely. Grace. Just a quick question about Calendly. Can you share that with someone? So if Paul keeps the diary, he can share that yeah. with me. Okay. Yes. Yeah. Well, that's a really yeah. good tip yeah. then. Yeah. I would yeah. definitely And there's a, there's a free version and a premium version. But I'll tell you what, we've got to go. So, Grace, once again, very quickly, how can people get hold of you? Expos um, at 21stcenturyflooring.co.uk. Brilliant. <laughs> Adele, thank you very much. We'll see you next week. Bye. I'm Sean Murphy. This was the Women in Business radio show. We'll see you next Thursday live. Thank you. In the studio. Bye. 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 Tune in next week to the Women in Business radio show for more stories, ideas and inspiration to help you grow your business.